And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. All right, live in Arizona, just like we told you, we're back. It's the It's Just Money podcast presented by Two Brothers North. That is the premier guiding and duck hunting clothing company on the Missouri River. Big weekend of college football, week 15, I found out. It is actually 15. Uh, we're back. We had a great weekend. Let's recap that, and then we'll dive into games. Yep, yeah, so my board had, as you know, it had the round-robin parlay in it. Uh, the round-robin itself went 2-1. and one. Um, lost a little bit of money playing it that way, but that's kind of how you play with a round robin. It's kind of interesting on that part. Um, so that didn't go as planned as much, but I had the two parlays tagged on my card. Both of those hit, so you know everything ends up all right on that side. Five and two on the weekend. Damn. Uh, that is a hell of a record. I told you three weeks ago we're back. I've been back. We've been back ever since. Uh, the lock didn't hit. That's kind of tough with the bullshit. But it did it. But well, did it. Yeah, two two locks. One and one on the locks this weekend. Arkansas State easily. That was a lock three weeks ago. It was a lock this weekend. But Florida gave up a BS touchdown at the last second for a backdoor. That kind of sucked. And my NFL parlay hit this weekend. But it almost got ruined because the Jets almost forgot to lose the game. But then they're like, oh, yeah, we the do want Trevor J-E-T-S, Lawrence. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> we want Trevor Lawrence. We need to bad beat was on Scott Van Pelt. Bad beats. Which one? The Florida one? Yeah. Which really? one? Yeah. 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 That ain't game one. Which bad beat? <laughs> okay. I went 2-3, uh, and three, and it would have been a push weekend for me if I wouldn't have bet Central Michigan, which I should not have. Uh, that was brutal. I saw this stat late in the day, right before the game had started, that was – talking about how Central Michigan was 10-0 and when underdogs at home in their last 10. And I took it, not thinking twice about it, didn't do any research outside of that, and I got smoked by Ball State. So it should have been a push weekend, ended up being a loser, but we're so back. It I, doesn't matter. I don't know about a push. I think you could have went above 500 parks because somebody didn't ride his shots like he should have every single weekend. Okay, that I have to address <laughs> this. Yeah, I, ha- I have <laughs> to uh, address Explain this. myself. So, <laughs> yeah. I would have taken Coastal all week long if they hadn't switched the game to BYU. As you know, I've been supporting BYU. I thought they were the team. Yeah, battle uh, of your two teams. Yeah, it really was. Uh, <laughs> BYU, I still don't think they're a bad football team. Nobody does. But Coastal did play their ass off. Defense came up big late in the game. BYU's two yards away from winning the damn game. Uh, it was a good game. I thought BYU was going to pull away. They've been blowing teams out all year. Boise State, they blew them out. That was supposed to be a close game. Uh, that's about the same caliber that I thought. Coastal was, but obviously they're above that. Uh, I will ride back with my Coastal forever and ever now, no matter what, even if I <laughs> this lose. Is, this is sorry. He yeah, wants you I'm back, so baby. I'm so sorry. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming Bring home. Me back. This is my fault. This is <laughs> fault. It's not you. It's me. I promise uh, I'm back with you, uh, and I apologize to the public for not riding with my shots. I think they forgive you. They didn't yeah. make a video about you, though. So it's not that big yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They. That was bad. That was bad. That's... <laughs> That's Hell of a win me. for him. Hell of a win yeah, for him. Yeah, big win for, for Coastal. We'll talk about them a little bit later. But let's dive in. College football, uh, week 15, Thursday night, uh, December 10th, Georgia Tech Pitt. Uh, that's at Georgia Tech. Pitt rolls in 5-5. Five and five. Uh, They're 3-6-1 and one against the spread. 8-2 and two on over-unders, however. Georgia Tech 3-6. and six. 
four, five, and zero oh against the spread, and six and three on the over/under. Pitt rolls in six and a half point favorites. The over/under is fifty-five. What is the most? I really like Pitt this weekend, or I guess I should say Thursday. It's a really interesting Thursday night game. Uh, they say Kenny. Weird. Pitt. Yeah, weird Thursday night game. Kenny Pickett will be playing. We love Kenny. They Pickett. are five and two when he is playing. That's very, uh, very comfortable. Knowing that, especially when you're only having six and a half points to cover, uh, basically, obviously, just a touchdown is going to win him the game. Georgia Tech's defense, very, 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 very bad as they rank 114th in the country uh, in yards and points. And Pitt also leads the country in sacks, just a little known fact. So that's a little more uh, assuring on the defensive side for them going against not very good Georgia Tech offense as well. Georgia Tech's just not a very good team. I feel comfortable with Kenny Pickett under center for Pitt. I think this is just an easy touchdown cover for Pitt to cover over Georgia Tech. Yeah, I enjoy Kenny Pickett a lot. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC, obviously outside of the boy Clemson and the de facto Ian Book at Notre Dame for the year. Um, but I do like Pitt. I think they kind of missed a couple strides. Pickett didn't play in a couple games, kind of lose some footing and some momentum in that program. But I think they are headed in the right direction. they got a quarterback and a coach that can do a lot of things for them. So I think Pitt's a good play here too. Uh, will it be on my card? I don't know. Do I like it? Yes. Let's start the day off with a sweep then because I like Pitt here as well. Uh, Georgia Tech, not a good football team. They had a couple of good covers early in the year. People were going to ride with them. Then they started choking. They've been doing that ever since. Four and five against the spread, like we said. Uh, I think you got to ride with Pitt here. they got better players. It's a better program. Georgia Tech's just kind of in shambles right now. Okay, let's go into our de facto tech podcast section mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about La Tech at TCU. La Tech 5-3, and three, TCU 5-4. and four. La Tech, great cover last week against North Texas. Good call by Schaefe. 4-4 uh, four and four against the spread La Tech is, and TCU is 6-3. and three. That's not bad at all. La Tech is 21.5 point dogs in this game. 52.5 uh, is the over-under. Why are we talking about this? We're talking about it for a couple reasons. All right, so 21.5 is a lot, um, and I think this because I think the DBs at Tech have a chance to make some plays and help out their offense a lot. I know that TCU has a good defense. They've been playing well on defense all year. Tech's had their issues on offense, but they had a great offensive game last week. Obviously, against North Texas, it's not the same. It's a Big 12 opponent, but they have a good secondary. They have a running game that if they keep moving in the right direction, they can put up um, a solid amount of yards and put together a good drive. So I really like that. Um, they'll need to be solid again, like I said. 108th on offense is the worry. The 70th on defense is in kind of something that you saw where they had uh, early in the year. They just kept giving up points to teams they probably shouldn't have. But I don't see TCU as a team that is going to come out just amped for this game. I can see this like a whatever game at mm-hmm. this point, you know. Um, they're not playing for anything. They did have a big win last week, so maybe a letdown this week. Um but this could be just a max Duggan is too much to handle for Tech as well. Um, but I don't want to lay 21.5 with a TCU team coming off a huge win for them with Oklahoma State last week. But I do think that Tech has a chance here, and I think they can keep it at least 17, somewhere around there. Oh, this is interesting. I mean, as de facto Tech, tech fans that we are, this is obviously a great pickup for them to their schedule. This is just going to see how they match up against a, uh, probably an average Big 12 team. Being a Big 12 fan that I am, this interests me, not only on the Louisiana Tech side, but the TCU side. I don't know if I'm going to play it. TCU, the 21 and a point, 21 and a half points is a lot. However, I don't think Tech's defense is really that good because North Texas is bad. And they gave up, I mean, 31 points to a North Texas team is, that's not great. 
they can score, like we said last week with Anthony. They're finding their quarterback. They're finding their offense. Their offense looks very impressive. Uh, I like your point, JP. This is maybe this isn't a game where TCU really doesn't care about, and this is Tech's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really haven't played anybody this exciting all year. And with the bowl games not coming out and getting postponed, getting canceled, this might be their bowl game. Yeah. This might be their Super Bowl. I don't know. Twenty-one and a half points to Tech is—it's good. It's intriguing. Sixty-two percent of the country likes it. I just think that they have a shaky defense, and it could be interesting, though. So it could get ugly. It could be ugly. However, this is the biggest game they're going to probably play the rest of the year for La Tech, and I do like it because I do think it'll be a TCU overlook. Uh, they don't have many games left, but coming off a win like they did last week against Oklahoma State, this could be oh, uh, well, we got La Tech, and then and then they're talking about the next opponent. If they run into that then I think 21.5 is far too many. Mm-hmm. This could be a 10-point game. Uh, La Tech, I don't think they'll win, however. If they would, that'd be nice, a little 850 money line play. Uh, but we would love to La Tech to win this game. I like La Tech here, too. This was interesting. I didn't originally think of it, but uh, it's not a bad line at all. No. Okay, let's go Wake Forest, Louisville. Uh, Cardinal Stadium, not been kind to the Cardinals this year. 3-7, and 4-5-1 and one against the spread. Wake, Wake. Wake, 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 yeah. wake rolls in 4-3, and 6-1 and one against the spread. That's not bad at all. Nope. Uh, wake, plus 2 on on the spread, 63.5 total. What is the play? I really like this game. Look for this to be on my board play. Uh, America doesn't like Wake Forest right now, uh, 45% with Wake. I really like Wake for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're 5-0 and in their last five against the spread. They're averaging 40 points a game on offense. That's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell is very, very good. Uh, he was Hartman. a punk. He's a, or not Howell, sorry. Hart- yeah, Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah, Sam Hartman. Sorry. He was a punk That's, on that's that North show. Carolina. We're fumbling words. Yeah. He was a punk. We're in Arizona. It's hot. He's he's panned out to be a lot better than I thought he was coming off of, uh, the, what's the Netflix show? QB1. QB1. I didn't think he was going to amount to anything at Wake Forest. He's really good. This offense is really good. Louisville. They have Cunningham, but they're just they're just not very good this year. I don't really know what it is. They're giving up 27 points a game on defense. I think they're going to give up a lot of points this Wake Forest offense, and I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with them offensively. And given two points, I really hope Wake Forest stays an underdog because I really want to play that on my board this week. I just really like Wake Forest. Money line outright? Uh, pro- I mean, with two, probably, yeah. Look for a money line play. So looking at this, um, just looking at Louisville, they've had a pretty solid defense all year. I mean, they're giving up 185 on the ground, which isn't the best rush defense, obviously, but they're only giving 185 up in the air, which is a big deal, um, especially when Wake Forest comes in scoring a lot of points. They're moving the ball downfield a ton. So I'd look for Wake Forest here for sure. Um, Louisville, I don't love them at all. I don't see uh, how they're having that great of a season at all. I mean, people thought they'd win a couple more games for sure right now, but they've got a bad loss against Georgia Tech. They lost to Virginia Tech, a Virginia team who's kind of ifsy butsy right now, and I'm not that impressed with anything they've done. So I mean, I mean the best win they have right now. <laughs> if you can't say it, there isn't. Florida one. State, maybe. I don't <laughs> Wait, know. Is, did they start off the season ranked? Louisville? I think I think they did. Yeah, I think they were high. Twenty four. No idea. Twenty three, right around there. It's a great question. But then again, trivia. I don't even remember. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There's a trivia question. Okay. I'm going to ride Wake here outright because I love that pick. Uh, Sam Hartman is the real deal. He has developed into a great quarterback. Uh, Offensively, they're way better. Louisville not very good at all this year. Uh, I didn't think much of this game, but I really do like Wake here a lot. 
uh, outright for sure. I hope they stay underdogs. I don't know if this line has moved much. Uh, plus 105 in the money line right now, and that will be my play. Okay, let's go to a huge game for America. That is Army-Navy. Navy at Army this year. Uh, three and six Navy is, and Army is seven and two. Navy, however, four and five against the spread, and Army's five and four. These teams are right around each other. It's going to be a great game as always. Navy comes in as seven point dogs in the spread, and the over under is thirty eight. Yeah, I, yikes! Honestly, I love watching this game every year. Oh, I like, love honestly, it. You, America you loves. Like, yeah, so you don't we love, love the country yeah. if you don't like this it's game. It's one of my favorite games to watch all year. Obviously, Navy hasn't been what they've been in the past. Army's kind of, in the last couple years, have found some footing other than last year's debacle with all the injuries they dealt with. Um, Army, you remember back to early weeks of the season, Army was a huge betting favorite for America every yep. week. I mean, they were rolling teams. They yep. played uh, Middle Tennessee and scored 50-some points. Um, Navy is an interesting one to me because they played Memphis close. They played Tulsa close. Um, they played S- I mean, SMU kind of close, and then they had a good win. Um, against Tulane, who's up and coming. They've won some games. East Carolina, who's won a couple games. So it'll be interesting to me. I think seven is about right. It's kind of where I expected this one to be. Last year, when Navy was the better team, it was 10.5 or something like that, um, Army without a quarterback. I think seven's good when you have two triple option offenses who know each other so well. Um, the 38-1, that's where my attention gets grabbed. Obviously, a really low number for college football, but if you've never watched this game, oh, there's a nice reason. Yeah. Um, but I think 38 is so low, right? Like so even if low. you know each other, so low. But you yeah. know, you know each other. Obviously, defenses are going to know what you're running. But I see this as like a big opportunity for um, Army to put up 35 points on a bad Navy team and get like seven out of Navy, right? Like 28, 14 kind of deal. I was gonna say, well, here's something for you. The over's gone. It hit in the five of the last six Navy games, and the over has hit in Army's four of their last six games. So it's kind of leading that way. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Seven points in an Army-Navy game is very interesting, but Navy's not very good. I know you said they keep games close. To be honest with you, I haven't watched them play a game since BYU. I had them in that BYU game, and holy shit, they were looking BYU. They were bad. They killed them. I don't know. I just think that this Army team is 7-2, and two and they've just kind of snuck some games out here and there. Seven points. I don't know if I'm going to bet it. I mean, obviously, with a, it's kind of America's game, so I'm going to watch it. Uh, but if I were to, to if I were to advise you, give Army seven, seven points. I, I mean, like, it's, yeah, it's I like, pretty easy. I'm Navy's not good. Seven, and I'd lead in the over as well. I just think Army could hit this oh, over yeah. by themselves. Yeah, thirty-eight. Right? That's Army might be a lock here. Go <laughs> Army, beat Navy this weekend. This is crazy. <laughs> Army six and zero at home. Uh, this is a huge yeah, game. Yeah, weird, it's by the all, way. That's yeah. weird. Playing in uh, Muncie Stadium in New York instead of playing in Philadelphia. So where are they, where year, are they playing at? At home. At, at oh, New really? Or, uh, at West Point. So, oh, yeah. they are. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is just like the COVID I was wondering that, yeah, because they played Philly, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, no, Army, I think, might be a lock here. Like, and they're going to have all the points. dudes out there. It's going to be a good home game for them. Maybe stinks. Yeah. Maybe stinks. Yeah. People, people forget that uh, Army was within seven points of Cincinnati the whole game until the end. Yeah. I mean, they were right there. Week no, Army's a good five. football team. Uh, Got to take Army here. Seven points uh, to minus two sixty on the money line. I do not think that's the play. Seven points, definitely better odds, and I think it'll be an easy hit. No sweat at all in this game. Navy's just a bad football team, so that's the play yeah. for America's game. Thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. We all we love you all. Whoever wins, Navy, you stink at football, but thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and I, a later parlay that I have, I have Army in it. Preview. Ooh, sneak peek. Sneak peek. Bitches. Oh, there we go. Okay. 
We're in Arizona. We have to talk about it. The duel in the desert. Arizona State at Arizona. Arizona State, bad loss this week. I had them. They choked for me. Uh, 0-2, obviously. 1-1 against the spread. Arizona 0-4, however. And 1-3 against the spread. Not the best record matchup here. Uh, Arizona State rolls in as 11-point favorites here. Arizona, they've just been crumbling over the past few years as a football program. Uh, what is the play here? I mean, this is a strange line because Arizona State's been in a situation where they could have won two games, right? Could have beat USC week one of the Pac-12. They have a COVID thing hit. They don't play for a couple weeks. Lose to a UCLA team that I thought they had a game in hand, and all of a sudden it was gone. So I really do think that the better move right here would be to play the plus 11 with Arizona, even though they're not a very good football team. But it, it's a situation where Arizona State has given up points late to blow games. It is a duel in the desert. It's the rivalry. It's the whole thing. I think 11 is a lot to give. So Arizona, not the team you want to lay 11 with, but I don't want to lay the other side either. So I'd have to lean, if anything. I hope our neighbors don't hear us, but Arizona football in the state is just bad. It's bad right now. I'm not going to lie. Not, not only is Pac-12 bad, the state of Arizona specifically is bad. Uh, go Forks, though. Uh, I think that I would play Arizona State just solely because they have the quarterback, and Arizona doesn't. Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. is arguably the best quarterback in the Pac-12. They looked poor against UCLA. However, UCLA, I think they're, get, they're getting better. Uh, you can put some more respect on UCLA's name. I don't know. You, you give a bad uh, Arizona team. This is a rivalry game. Arizona State wants to come out and avenge their bad loss and kick their rivals' ass. So, what was it, only 11? 11. I think 11 is pretty small. Uh, to cover in this. I think Arizona State's got this. Okay. I think my, my play here is the over. This is why. The over is 8-1 and one for the Sun Devils in their last nine games as a road favorite. I like this game to be a shootout. I think both teams have bad defenses. They give up points. UCLA didn't put up that many, but we're also talking about a rivalry game where uh, tempers are high. You push yourself. It's it, it, Everything changes in a rivalry game. The over here, I think, will definitely hit Jane Daniels, I think he'll have a day. If they, if he does, it could be a situation where you get a 40-point Arizona State put out themselves. Arizona State, one or two touchdowns, you already hit the over. So I definitely think that is the play for the duel in the desert. We had to talk about it. We're in Arizona. Okay, let's jump. Let's go to my boys at Coastal. <laughs> Again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't say anything else other than I'm sorry. You proved me wrong. You but you didn't really prove me wrong because I knew all along that you're a cover machine. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I did it. I, I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, Coastal, obviously 10-0. They have a game this week at Troy. This is a reschedule, I believe. Right? Rescheduled yes. game? Yeah. Uh, Troy, 5-5, five and five, a team that we thought would do better this year has just not been there. Uh, Coastal, 8-1-1 one one against the spread. They added one last week. They cover against BYU. Uh, Coastal... 13 and a half point favorites in this game over under 51 and a half and if you're betting Troy they're plus 400 on the money line rain expected at Veterans Memorial Stadium what is the play well they do have similar opponents actually uh, Troy has played BYU this year uh, BYU killed them 48 to 7 that kind of BYU killed was, everybody BYU was it wasn't hot. a bad bet it BYU didn't seem was like hot in the beginning of the year they were hot all year no, until I'm last just say, week I'm just saying until last week especially offensively they were hot I think Troy has become a much better football team over the last few uh, weeks, the last month. They're going to play Coastal a lot better than they played BYU earlier in the season. However, 
it's just hard. I'm not. There's no way you're gonna bet against Coastal Carolina. This 13 and a half points, yeah. two touchdowns. There's just simply no way you're gonna bet against Coastal Carolina. Easily. And again, we talk about a game that might have um, a little bit of backlash on it, or a little bit of a, a hangover game per se. Um, Sean's probably the biggest win in program history by far. Uh, McCall had his day. This is interesting to me. Had his day on the ground and not through the air. He didn't throw the Maribel ball. Maribel did too. Maribel. Yeah, when they when they both get yeah. going on the run, that's a very dangerous football. I mean, team. I don't think McCall threw the ball more than fifteen times in that game. Like I honestly don't. And, and that's think, just they, they don't need to. I don't no. think he's more of a game manager. And if you can efficiently run him, especially with Maribel, that's that's very good. I, I mean, that that that's why they're one of the best teams in the country. So sorry. And they're not <laughs> flukes. <laughs> so just another I'm just sorry. So sorry. I've never seen Park more sorry in his life. I think, but yeah, 13 and a half feels like too small right here. It just feels like too little. Yeah. Okay, I'm laying 13 and a half. It doesn't matter. If this was a 300 and a half, I'd have to do it just because mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm back with my boys forever and ever. Uh, I apologize. Zach Wilson, uh, however, I still do love you. Uh, you did choke, and you kind of got assaulted on that one play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm laying coastal here. I think that is far too less. I think this is going to be like a 30-point game here. Uh, coastal coming off a big, obvious, biggest win in program history, like we said. Uh, I do not think they'll fault at all. Uh, Troy just getting back on the field, getting their feet under themselves. Uh, coastal wins here. Big. Yeah. Shout out to Troy, though. They uh, If they play this week and then they play next Thursday, they got it in a 12-game season. Oh. Shout out to Troy. Yeah, yeah, that's better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the problem with Troy is you got Gunnar Watson, their quarterback. There, he's been throwing the ball really well. He's thrown for over eighteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, six picks. Um, they throw the ball a lot, two hundred eighty-three on average. But I think Coastal Carolina's DBs have shown all year against every opponent they've had that they can slow down a passing game with ease. So McCall's stats yeah. are yeah. stupid too. He's Listen, only thrown one pick all year. Their offense, they like to throw the ball. They were scoring a lot of points in the beginning of the year, but just list off the last few points they've scored in their last few games. 13 against Georgia Southern, 17 against Middle Tennessee, 10 against App State, and they put up 29 in a shutout against South Alabama. So, I don't know. I think they're. I think Coastal will keep them probably under 20 points. Well, their best win on their schedule is Arkansas State. That's the yeah. only win that holds yep. any value. Like, at all. And that's not even that great. Yeah, no. It at all. It, 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 whatever we talk up. about, it doesn't matter. Coastal's getting covered. That's just who they are. And they just... They, they just giving they, you more reason. Just yeah. giving you more reason. Coastal, that's the play. It's going to be the play the rest of the year. Uh, let's make the Coastal Carolina argument for the college football playoff. Can it happen? Will it happen? Can it happen? Yes. Will it? No. And I don't think... I think the, Even with Ohio yeah. State not playing this week? The committee is going to do their thing to keep their blue bloods in there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out with Ohio State not playing this weekend if they try to pick up another game. Um, they're having a meeting in the Big Ten with ADs and commissioners and stuff to see if they can still get Ohio State into the Big Ten title game. Like they're, trying <laughs> they're trying to bend so the rules to The get Big Ten's going to try to not fuck up yeah. this year. So and, and, and <laughs> the last way they the don't last get in the way. playoff, they don't get in the playoff. Like I'm not going to be hurt that there's not a Big Ten team yeah. because there's two conferences. I'll be pissed if Coastal doesn't make it. <laughs> no, 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 no. They deserve it. They be BYU. Don't put Coastal in. Don't put Ohio State in. Have them play in a bowl game. That'd be – I'd like to Give me the shots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I like – Cincinnati will be a group of five team if anybody gets in. They'll be the one that gets in. Yeah, probably. Well, they need to play a game too, and they – yeah, that's another story. But they need to play the another game. The case will come next week. They need to play another game. Conference title week. They have yep. to. I mean, Coastal, they prove themselves, however. They'll bring any team in. They bring a really good BYU team in. They handle them. 
Granted, is that a reflection on BYU, however, to only have three days' notice, travel, and play a really good football team? Does it matter? Definitely or are they just well, done? Well, the travel, yes. They should have played Washington. The travel sucks that they had to go at last minute. Um, but, I mean, they got just as much preparation as Coastal did. They thought they were playing Liberty all week. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel like behind the scenes, they knew they were going to play each other probably four or five days ago when they knew Liberty was on the ro- on yeah. the ropes for COVID reasons. Conversations so, don't spur. I just don't think there's no hours. excuse. Like, I think it takes time. Zach Wilson, tough headband, buddy. Yeah. Tough. yeah that's that bad yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Take that off. Go back to Nike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go in to the moment you've all waited for. You've sat through this whole podcast waiting for this moment. Five and two overall. Let's go to Schaefer's Lock of the Week. Ah, man. As much as you guys are hyping it up, I'm going to ruin some people's attitudes. It's a pretty boring game. Miami of Ohio minus 24 against Bowling Green. Uh, Bowling Green. We love the Mac. We love the Mac. Mac. Hey, we love the Mac. And uh, who won that Akron game last week? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. We We got got people everywhere. I keep forgetting we have video. First First video podcast. (laughs) My apologies. Who bet Akron last week in an absolute smack job of the Maction game of the year? The toilet bowl. The toilet bowl. Imagine. Bowling Green that. is the worst team in the country. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, maybe UMass, but it doesn't matter. They're terrible. Offensively, they've scored 20 points once this year. Uh, it was a shootout. I believe they were playing Kent State. Who cares? Kent State still, still scored 62 points in that game. 62. Bowling Green has the worst they defense in the country. They can't stop anybody. They couldn't stop Akron's offense. No offense to Akron. Congratulations on the win. That's awesome for the program. But they can't stop anybody. They've given up 38 points four different times this year. 24 points. If you can get it 24, that is a great number. Miami of Ohio, minus 24 against Bowling Green. You don't have to watch it, but if you want if you want money, lock it in. there's your lock of the week. Lock it in. Okay. I mean, we don't have to say anything after that. <laughs> Bowling Green does, however, I think have the worst defense in the country. It's almost unbearable to watch. It's like they're not even trying. If defense, you're giving up that many points dummies. to MAC teams. Bowling Green oh. couldn't, couldn't stop a runny nose. Uh, that team's bad. I actually really like that pick. So I'm taking it. It doesn't matter. It's the lock of the week. You have to take it. Five and two. We counted. What game we, we counted? Arkansas, Arkansas State. Because that was my lock three or four weeks ago. So if you listened three or four weeks ago, you had another winner last week. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. You're okay. Welcome. Let's touch on college basketball. Obviously, it's a weird day. Uh, they've been playing all week. Uh, games are wrapping up. Iowa big win against North Carolina tonight. Uh, I don't have anything on it. I, the, we should just touch on it. I still think it's a little early. I've been touching some bets here and there. Um, had one today, sadly. Ohio State minus five and a half against Notre Dame, and they win by five points. That's just it. Welcome to college basketball. Yeah, that Vegas. is going to be – do not get mad at us this year. The last, that is going to be the story of games. The last minute of college basketball games are the worst minute of a game of oh, yeah. life. Because it's so fouls, much different than football. Yeah, you, got, you got bad fouls. You got intentional fouls. It's a t- it's a tough sport to bet. But we're gonna figure it the fuck out. <laughs> we're gonna you. we're gonna do it. we're gonna do it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think that was my first college basketball bet in about a week. Um, Still early. There. It's early. I had Creighton. I think I I might even touch on this in the last pod. Creighton absolutely dominated crosstown rival, um, UNO. That was one I won last week. But shout out Mavs. Yeah. So that's I've been. Very lightly. I'm still focusing on football right now. Yeah. One week away from conference championship week, which Iowa State will be playing. Congratulations, mm. Schaefer. Yeah, thank you. Who are they playing? The Oklahoma Sooners. For sure? It doesn't matter no, whether yeah, or not Oklahoma wins they, this weekend? If they lose this weekend, they win the three They win the three win tie or the three loss tie against Oklahoma State and Sooner. Texas. I love I love I'm not 
It sucks because Ohio State, if they don't get this game in this weekend and they can't play in the Big Ten title game, it gets me that it gives me that glimmer of hope that if Iowa State beats Oklahoma, they won't. They won't go in. Ooh. They can't. Why not? Hot take. I'm just, I'm just saying. If they get we beat, beat by Oklahoma if we beat, State, three loss okay, team, that's a bad okay. loss. And they're going to pass. Oh, they're, both of our losses are ranked teams. Oklahoma State got piss pounded by TCU. No, they lost to my seven, which I've been an advocate for TCU this year. TCU is a good, above average football team. By the way, this no, is an not. average Big 12 team about four and, minutes ago. And this is a, they lost this weekend. They lost. Tylen Wallace got hurt in the middle of the game. They played without Hubbard. They're a good team. I was. I'm not okay. You think it is, it is what it is. They they need to win. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna worry about that. They're good. I think well, it's super hard. They just when need you to don't win. Know what you're Who would you rather about? watch? Iowa State in the college football playoff or Coastal? Uh, Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State's a loaded answer. No, Iowa State is much better offensively. I'm sorry, but Grayson McCall and Maribel are the poor man's. Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. Just so you that's know. all I'm gonna oh. say. That's all I'm so gonna say. That's, that's a Brees say. Hall backfield. Brock Purdy stands there. We said it all year. It's technical so, foul. What do you mean? Technical foul. <laughs> technical foul on what? Purdy's much better than McCall is, and Brees Hall's much better than Maribel. Okay, no, Purdy's been average all year. He had a good couple weeks, and now he's, he's played, so good. He has played. And <laughs> so somebody's good. mad. At his quarterback no, stinks. No, did he not say it all year? That's true. It's average. It's average. And now no, he's weeks. playing. Ex- he's playing exceptional football right but you now. You said now the last two weeks, four three weeks. We've dominated the last. All I'm saying is football can play in the Big Twelve. But we shouldn't have to worry about it because if that Iowa State. Oklahoma is a for sure game. That line's going to open up probably what five point favorites. In Here's, the deal. Five Here's and the deal. Five, Here's four, the deal. Here's the deal. Four and a half. You're gonna if Iowa, State, if Iowa State wins next week, Boomer. they are going to jump a Florida team who's going to lose to Alabama because they're going to have another loss. Texas A&M's not going to play next week, to my knowledge. So they're going to jump them, and then they already jumped Cincinnati. So who's left? Ohio State, because they got to play. They got to play. I truly think this is a year if you want to put an undefeated group of five team in, you do this year with Cincinnati. Because you may not find a better candidate the rest of time. I hope, okay, I hope if they don't get in, we play Cincinnati. I would love to play Cincinnati. You won't get them. I think an SEC team will get them. I, I would love to play a team like Cincinnati. Florida or A&M will get Cincinnati. Is my Maybe assumption. we, Iowa State, A&M, Cotton Bowl? Maybe. That'd be a great game. Maybe that's that's another one. Give me, that comes to give, mind. me give me the clones there. I don't think A and M's is good. Yeah, they're give them. No, they're they're, they're overrated. They are ISU overrated. hater over here. Right? <laughs> yeah, I just got a weird climbing Camelback Mountain right this week, and I got a gig of Maggie's from some <laughs> random lady rattled me. So I was just like. Gig him, you know. <laughs> it was a strange. He felt like he was from College uh, Station for two seconds. I had of his a College life. World Series Texas like, A&M shirt on, but it rattled me. I forgot I was wearing it, and it, so she just thought, said it to me randomly. It's kind of <laughs> okay. Small thing. Happened. There's a little. There there's a little story of our trip this week. Yeah, we've been in Arizona for a while. It's beautiful here. We loved it. It was a great trip. We told you we were going to climb that mountain and try and watch that game. We did it the next day. We did climb the mountain, though. We did climb that mountain. We told you. Uh, Okay, let's open the floor. Any other games we should touch on uh, before we wrap up? I got three things I'm looking at. Three? Damn. Yep. They may end up there. I haven't done a ton of diving on them, so the Lions like them. And then I got a parlay. So I'm thinking out Rutgers 7.5 versus Maryland. I think Rutgers is playing better. I think Maryland had a horrible game last time they were out. Um, Rutgers 7.5 is a lean. Kent State minus 4 against Ohio, another lean. I like Kent State there for sure. Missouri plus 12.5. Yep, I got that Georgia. One. Yep. I think that's a good lean. I think Missouri's playing really well. I'm not impressed with this Georgia team Georgia's at all. Bad. Um, Parlay, time. this is one that will be on my board. 
Arizona State money line, Oklahoma's money line, Kent State money line, Army money line, plus 204. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, Wait, do we have an NFL? Yeah, I do. We have an NFL two, parlay. Oh, by the way, two weeks in a row, we're, two, we've won our last You hit two. the last one? Yeah. yeah. Get on your now. pen and paper out. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. For my NFL parlay, I got Green Bay over Detroit. Green Bay needs to keep winning. To Detroit stinks. In Detroit, that's given up on the season. Tennessee over Jacksonville. Tennessee coming off a bad, bad loss to Cleveland last week. Uh, they need to keep winning to compete with the Colts for that South Division title. I mean, you know I got a Jets <laughs> money line parlay in there, of course. Seattle over the Jets. And my last one, this is actually a little riskier. A uh, couple of my parlays the last couple of weeks haven't been very risky. I really like Atlanta over the Chargers this week. I think that the Chargers are just the Chargers played the worst football game I've ever they're seen. They're just last not week. very good. They were, Herbert was hot in the beginning. Everybody so loved. Bad. You got that haircut. Him. Yeah, I that think haircut that was haircut. bad. And Atlanta is actually playing sneaky good football right now. This is actually uh, this is pretty good. This is plus two eleven. So double your money's worth. Uh, that's my NFL parlay. We hope to go for three in a row. Yeah. Back to college football really fast. Look out for San Jose State. Yes, minus two and a half. Yep. Uh, minus two and a half San against Jose Nevada State's this week. Shoot. San Jose State, pretty good football team. Giving up so look for that on my card. Yep, and then Houston, one and a half point favorites, one point favorites against the Bears. Houston's playing really well. The Bears are the Bears. That's the Which, NFL. NFL. Oh, yeah. oh, I was saying, well, okay. I thought he was on Houston the Cougars sh- for a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, we got NFL. We talked on college basketball a little bit. College football, obviously, we drilled on. Uh, we're so back again. Take us. Do we have what? We hint it next week. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. yes. Ooh. Wow, Bob we're bringing on a <laughs> special guest next week uh, to be named. Yeah, we're not telling you. It's a surprise. You got to listen in. Uh, we'll be talking gambling as we always do. But we appreciate you joining us this week on the It's Just Money podcast. Again, presented by Two Brothers North. That is the premier duck hunting clothing and guiding company on the Missouri River. Shout out to those guys. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for joining us here from Arizona, and we'll see you next time. Cheers.